Thank you for taking the time to listen to this message from Stonebridge United Methodist Church. We hope it encourages you to live and love like Jesus. Tonight I want to invite you that as I read the good news about Jesus' birth, I want to invite you to stand as you are able for the reading of the gospel. That is a tradition uh, that a lot of churches observe, a lot of Christians observe around the world. Stand for this reading. So will you listen for the word of the Lord? In those days, Caesar Augustus declared that everyone throughout the empire should be enrolled in the tax lists. The first enrollment occurred when Quirinius governed Syria. Everyone went to their own cities to be enrolled. Since Joseph belonged to David's house and family line, he went from the city of Nazareth in Galilee to David's city called Bethlehem in Judea. He went to be enrolled together with Mary, who was promised to him in marriage and who was pregnant. While they were there, the time came for Mary to have her baby. She gave birth to her firstborn child, a son, wrapped him snugly, and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the guest room. Nearby, shepherds were living in the fields, guarding their sheep at night. The Lord's angel stood before them, and the Lord's glory shone around them, and they were terrified. The angel said, don't be afraid. Look, I bring good news to you, wonderful, joyous news for all people. Your Savior is born today in David's city. He is Christ the Lord. This is a sign for you. You will find a newborn baby wrapped snugly and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great assembly of the heavenly forces was with the angel, praising God. They said, glory to God in heaven and on earth, peace to those whom he favors. When the angels returned to heaven, the shepherds said to each other, let's go right now to Bethlehem and see what's happened. Let's confirm what the Lord has revealed to us. They went quickly and found Mary and Joseph and the baby lying in the manger. When they saw this, they reported what they had been told about this child. Everyone who heard it was amazed at what the shepherds told them. Mary committed these things to memory and considered them carefully. The shepherds returned home, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. Everything happened just as they had been told. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. Well, it's a, it's a familiar story. It's a familiar story, right? I mean, my guess is that as I asked you to stand for me to read that, you kind of had an idea what was coming, is my guess. You kind of knew how the story would end, right? It's kind of like when you come to church at Easter, because you come to church at Easter, and almost always the scripture is going to be how Jesus rose from the dead. It's the same story. It's familiar. Not surprising at all. But the whole thing is surprising. I mean, don't you think? The whole, the whole story is surprising. I mean, even before this part that I read, when the angel came to Mary. Okay, that's surprising. Mary, even though you're young, you've not, been with, you've not lived with your husband yet, you will have a child. Big surprise. <laughs> and, and oh, by the way, he's gonna, you're going to name him Jesus. He will be the Savior of the world. Wow, not just having a baby, having a child the Savior of the world. The surprise that they're going to have to travel. You know, it's a holiday It's a holiday and everything, and then they find out they have to travel to Bethlehem. You know, the government is always asking us to do something, and so the Roman Empire says, I need you to go to your hometown. So they load up and they go to Bethlehem, where Joseph's family is from. And while they're there, Mary says those words that are so loaded. 
Now, this is not in the Bible, but I feel sure she said, Honey, it's time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Big surprise. Then an angel appears to these shepherds out just minding their own business. We're at work. Tells them what's going on. Then the heavenly hosts praise God in front of them. I mean, everything about this is surprising. We just sometimes get lulled by the familiarity of it. But the really surprising thing is that God chose to extend life, well-being, joy, peace, purpose, meaning. The word the Bible uses to kind of encapsulate all that is salvation in the birth of this child. Very surprising. We humans want a savior. I mean, we humans want someone to come and set the world straight, make the bad people do, stop doing the bad things, and put the good people in office, and to fix our lives that are messed up, and to help us to feel more, more safe and comfortable. Yeah, we want that savior. And usually what we imagine that savior to be, what we want that savior to be, may not be exactly the savior that we worship today. See, God decided to offer hope in life in a different way. To send Jesus to be God with us. Emmanuel is what the name means. That we could hear his teaching, see his example, to know God's love in a tangible way, in a human. I saw a social media post, I don't know, a couple weeks ago. uh, And as I described it, you may know you did too, and I called the person to make, I contacted the person to make sure I could tell this story. And they said, yes. So the, the photograph on the social media post shows part of their Christmas tree. And then on the floor beside the Christmas tree is their elementary age son who has this big box next to him. And it looks like he's trying to close up the box. And the caption to the photograph simply said, Grace might be in that box. Because that's the daughter. Grace might be in the box. Well, that's funny, Right? Grace might be in that box. Kids love boxes, right? Kids love boxes. I just, uh, I still think that's just maybe one of the best gifts we could give kids. Just give them some different size boxes and just let them go at it. Because kids love boxes. And many of us have had the experience of, of a child, maybe, maybe our own, maybe a grandchild, maybe somebody else's kid, that is in a, they, they like to crawl into a box and, and kind of hide and then to, to burst out of it and go, surprise! Right? Or, or even better sometimes, surprise, it's me! Well, well yeah, <laughs> we kind of figured that. And it's just wonderful and it's cute about the first three times. It's when it goes on, you know, about the 17th, 18th time. It's kind of like, yeah, okay. But what better gift? Well, what, what better gift than one's own child bursting out of a box? Surprise. Well, this is a time, certainly, when we do a lot of, uh, a lot of gifts are exchanged. Um, you know, it's the gift uh, idea, shopping, buying, hiding, wrapping, giving, and returning days, right? We do a lot of that uh, right about now. But it's always fun to see people's uh, expression when they open gifts. 
I mean, that's, I don't know about you, it's always fun to receive a gift and open it. I mean, that's great. But it's always fun to look, watch people's faces when they open things. To see, in many cases, a lot of surprise. Sometimes just a really deep joy. That sense of, wow, I can't believe you did this for me. I mean, those are really meaningful, meaningful moments. Sometimes the best gifts are not those that are wrapped. So a, a family uh, had gotten together for Christmas like they did every year, and they were sitting around uh, just finishing uh, their meal and uttering those words. That's probably the most spoken words on Christmas Day. I can't eat another thing, right? They had eaten, and, they, and, and the, the, they, the last fork to fall after the last bite of dessert hit the plate, and they were just sitting back, oh, my goodness, it was so good. Can't eat another thing. And then the granddad, after a little bit, he just kind of stood up and kind of stood over next to a counter and, and leaned there. You know, sometimes you just want to stand up. You're ready to get up. And so um, he was, he, as he stood there, the, the grandson took the cue, oh, it's time to, I can get up. So he jumps up, grabs the basketball he had been given earlier in the day for Christmas, and begins to dribble through the kitchen. And he comes around the island, and he goes right to where granddad is standing. And so he stops, picks up the ball. And the granddad just kind of looks at him. And the kid looks at the granddad. The granddad reached down and took the ball out of his hands, right, as any of us would do, because you don't play with the ball in the house. And then the granddad bounced the ball and caught it. And he bounced it again. Then he looked at his family sitting around the table, and he passed the ball to one of the family members. And they caught, just shocked, just what is going on? So then they pass it back to granddad. Well, of course, then what's the next thing that happens? Someone goes, pass it to me. So granddad passes it to them. And so they had this game of catch going on after Christmas dinner, and they are laughing so hard they can't stand it. Tears are running down their faces because they're laughing so hard. It was the most they had seen granddad really engaged in months because granddad had Alzheimer's. And in that moment, it was a gift. In that moment, it was just pure joy. It didn't cure him. But that family for years and years would tell the story of the most joyous thing that ever had happened at Christmas. And it was through game of catch with granddad surprise <laughs> sometimes we might miss god's miracles because we get too caught up in the familiar we miss the things that happen around us we don't see how god might be at work in the world because well we just we're you know after a while you kind of go through the motions go through the motions of what people might expect of us through the motions of what the doctor says we can expect, go through the motions of something we read on the internet. We just kind of get into this lull of familiarity. But sometimes those moments are the most meaningful and important things that happen in our life. So the pastor of a church asked uh, Mark and Twyla if they would do a reading on Christmas, uh, Christmas Eve service. And they agreed to that. 
Uh, they weren't too concerned about their three- and five-year-old kids because Grandma was coming into town, and she'd be able to sit out there with them when it was time for them to get up and go up to the front and do the reading. And so um, time came for them to do that, and they went up to the podium, and about that time, their three-year-old son leaned over to the five-year-old daughter and said something to her. No one could he- hear what he said. But the little girl said, Alex said a bad word. And of course, in those silent, holy moments at a Christmas Eve service, everybody heard it, right? And some people were just shocked, and some people kind of chuckled. What the mom and dads up at the podium at this point, I mean, what do you think, how do you think they reacted? Well, they didn't have the reaction you might think. They looked at each other with this look of shock on their face. And then they smiled as they looked back at their kids. So after a moment, Mark said, I should explain. He said, our daughter uh, was was born uh, with a profound hearing loss. And she's had four years of uh, speech therapy and different hearing aids and everything we could think of. And this was the first time we've heard her say an entire sentence. Surprise! <laughs> might, be, might not be the sentence you know, they would have wanted to hear as the first sentence, but you know, it was a miracle. It was a God moment. It was that thing that you look back and go, wow, what a moment that was. Those moments happen all around us. God moments occur all around us and not just at Christmas. They happen all year. So often we're looking for the giant larger than life event or or person. We're saying, God, just give me a sign. Well, sometimes they're there in more subtle ways. Looking for a savior that still surprises us. Well, the God moment we celebrate tonight is that of the birth of a child. And as surprising as it is familiar, grace might be in that box. Let's pray. God, we're grateful for the God moments that we experience in life and the ways that you make, you make yourself known to us and the ways that you are real and tangible in your love to us in these days. God, help us to have the eyes to see, the ears to hear, the hearts to understand your work among us. We thank you for the birth of your son who does change everything. We pray in his name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this message from Stonebridge United Methodist Church. You are invited to worship with us every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. For more information, visit our website, mysumc.org. Have a blessed day.